Hi, I'm Dr. Ellen, the Midlife Whisperer, and I hear you and I've got you. Think of me as the one-stop shop for all your midlife needs. I'm a psychologist, registered dietitian, nutritionist, board-certified health and wellness coach, and mindful self-compassion teacher. I'm also an author and podcast host with over 30 years of experience empowering midlife women. Welcome to Rock Your Midlife. I'm Dr. Ellen, the Midlife Whisperer, and I'm thrilled that you are here today because we've got an amazing show with a beautiful guest that I have had the pleasure of working with, getting to know, and she is really going to activate your midlife wealth frequency. Because let's face it, there are some countries going through recession. <laughs> I know here in the United States, we're looking at the debt ceiling. Finances are something that I think most of us, myself included, really struggle with at midlife. And you're going to understand listening to today's show that money is energy and money wants to flow through you. You're going to learn how to release your money blocks. You're going to realize that you, you're more powerful than you realize. Because according to today's guest, Abundance Activator, Laura Walden, you can totally change your life and unleash your abundant power. On today's show, you're going to learn exactly how to transform your life and live with more joy, more abundance, more purpose. You'll discover how to transform your money story, master money manifestation, and embody your wealth frequency so you can own your value. Plus, you'll discover how to deprogram and release the blocks that hold you back from effortlessly manifesting as your true, fully worthy creator self. It's going to be a powerful show that will really help you to transform your life. It's going to be fun too, because um, I have had the pleasure of working with Laura and she is incredible. But before we kind of dive in with Laura, I felt really called to share one of my favorite quotes from Marianne Williamson. You might know it, but it goes like this. Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talent, talented, fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? You, that's right, you are a child of God. Your playing small does not serve the world. There is nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. We are all meant to shine as children do. We are born to make manifest the glory of God that is within us. It's not just in some of us, it's in everyone. And as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. And as we are liberated from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others. And I think this is such a powerful quote, particularly at midlife, because I think at midlife, we feel like, oh my gosh, maybe my best years are behind me. I had someone that I'm working with today say that, you know what, I just feel like I can't master anything. What am I doing here? But I think that's when we do this deep work of excavation and when life starts to hit us with some curveballs. I know myself, if you've been listening, you know I have had breast cancer. I just had my ovaries removed and I'm recovering from that. So it's been a journey of really a health crisis. Um, I've gone through everything from you know divorce, cancer, empty nest, aging parents, but all of these things, I think, help to remove these blocks so much of becoming enlightened, becoming uh, connected with our true self. 
seeing what our work is in the world is about removing all these lampshades that keep us from shining our light. And money is a piece of that because money is an energy and you deserve to live a wealthy life. It's not just about your bank account, but it's about enjoying your life to the fullest. And money is an energy that empowers you to do that. And I'll just tell you a little bit about how I met Laura before I formally introduced her. So uh, we both did the True Style journey. I'm actually currently in the True Style journey with uh, Lisa Whisker, which is amazing. And Laura did it as well. And she came on and did a workshop for us and invited me to her five-day workshop, which you are invited to do. I have to say it is absolutely incredible. It is actually free because Laura has a huge heart and wants to help as many people as possible. But it really helped me to get to the heart of some of my BS money stories of about, you know, am I worthy of this beautiful life that I'm creating? I mean, my life is so gorgeous. I feel like I have to wear shades sometimes between living in Vermont and I bought a property in Costa Rica, but sitting there and, and connecting with my future wealthy self, this woman who wasn't scared of money, knew how to use money, knew how to give freely and receive freely was incredibly powerful. And I might credit that workshop partially for making me uh, have the uh, the guts to buy this home in Costa Rica. I've been sharing a lot about this, but my uh, fiance, my man and I can, went to Costa Rica January 25th, just on a holiday for three weeks. And we ended up closing on a gorgeous property on March 15th. So like less than two months from stepping foot in the country to doing this, I knew that my soul was calling me to connect with this beautiful place and really set roots there. And Laura's workshop really helped me to, to really manifest this and also harness my midlife mojo. Like, yes, I'm 60, but I deserve this. This is what I want. I can do this. I have the financial wherewithal. I can have retreats here. This is the life that I am creating. So she's gonna help you do the same. So let me uh, formally introduce her, Laura Waldman, AKA, the Abundance Activator is a wealth coach, manifestation expert, author of Money Manifestation Mastery, and co-author of The Ultimate Guide to Your Soul-Aligned Business. She draws on two decades of experience as a healer, spiritual coach, to help business owners, entrepreneurs, investors, and professionals achieve financial success guided by the soul of their business and their wealthy inner wisdom. Laura's passion is helping the world's leaders create authentic success by activating their creative power within. She'll teach you the mindset practices and strategies you need to build the wealth and freedom you desire without the grind. Welcome to Rock Your Midlife, Laura. So great to have you here. I am so excited to be here and cannot wait to see the photos of that Costa Rica house of yours. That's so exciting. Yeah, I will send it to you, but it was, it was incredible. I literally, you know, I stepped foot in the house and we were looking at properties that were less expensive, that we, I did not like, they were all sort of, um, you know, kind of like the condos you see in Florida, nothing wrong with that, but just not our cup of tea. And we stepped in this house and I was like, wow. And initially my reaction was, this is too good for me. This is more than I deserve. And so the next day, you know, Ken and I put our heads together and we were like, it was Valentine's day. And we we're like, you know what? The house is perfect because everything about it was perfect. It was the property we could see ourselves in for the next 30 years, having grandkids, having retreats. And I really credit you because I had to work through so much of my unworthiness BS stories 
to step up and like go walk into the real estate agent. I was shaking the day we signed the papers and like put down that deposit and say, yes, I deserve this. This is the life I want. It's kind of crazy to walk into a country and then buy a house in like less than, you know, three weeks. But I'm so glad that I made that decision. So I'm so excited to share with all of you who are listening. I know all of you have dreams and let's face it, we need money to fuel those dreams. So let's get into it. First, let's talk about first, tell us about your healing journey. Cause you can just like wake up one day and decide I am the abundance activator. How did you get here? Well, it's been a, it was a journey. Let's just say that it started from real health crisis when I was around uh, 17, depression, anxiety, eating disorders. I was in a right mess. I didn't know I was depressed. I didn't know what a mess I was in at the time, but I started meditating and I hated it. I absolutely hated it. And in meditation though, I started getting these visions uh, of myself, my future wealthy self, I now call it, um, talking to the world about consciousness, talking to the world about the fact that we could consciously create our lives. And I was seeing myself on television and talking to the whole world. And I was like, what is this? And, and, it, and I didn't even know about these things consciously at that time. So I had a sense of waking up to my purpose then, but I was in a real mess. I was in the pit. I was, you know, tried to go to university and just looked around. I was like, there's nothing for me here. And then I thought I was going to be an actress. And that took me over to London, England to follow this dream of becoming an actress. But it all came through meditation. So I met my husband. When I was 22 in London, England, fell in love. And again, he was meditating twice a day. He was super calm, super chill. And I was really not. I was just like ah, all over the place and uh, started meditating. And I, and got this next vision. And in the vision, it said, you are a healer. And in, in lights in front of me, and I, all I remember is collapsing on the bed in floods of tears in the fetal position, because in that moment, I knew I wasn't going to be an actress. And that five-year dream that I've been going for was like done. And I just knew it in that moment. I didn't know what a healer was. And I didn't, didn't really understand. All I remember saying is like, whatever this is, is talking to me. I was like super pissed. I'm like, I'm not going to go look for this. You have to bring it to me. Um, but I knew there was something in it. So I really kind of committed to following whatever this voice is, this inner knowing, this inner wisdom. I call it the wealthy wisdom within soul's purpose and following it. And it led me on this path of, of healing. And it was all about healing and helping others and transforming the world. And that was really where my focus was. But turns out, as I was learning how to heal and, you know, support and coach others, um, I was really working on myself. I had no idea what a mess, a mountain of mess and trauma and pain I've been carrying inside of my body. And I've been fiercely committed to getting to the bottom of the barrel and trying to understand uh, what that was. And it's, and it's kind of, it started there. You know, the money stuff came later, but that was the start of my, of my journey is stepping into these healing gifts that I well, developed as a skill, but also seemed to have inside of me somehow that woke up through practice. Yeah, I totally resonate with that. I'm curious, did you um, have trouble getting out of the spiritual closet? That's something that is a, has been a theme in my life because I grew up in this very intellectual household where woo was just, if you can't prove it by science, it ain't, it ain't there. Right. Yes. And so all of a sudden when you have these healing gifts and, you know, I've been a Reiki master for like 30 years and just feeling this, uh, you know, energetic connection. I'm curious, did you have trouble getting up the spiritual closet? Because that was yes. so hard for me. <laughs> it was horrendously painful coming out of the spiritual closet. Honestly, it was my biggest fear. I, I cannot tell you, like, 
overcoming my, like coming out of the spiritual closet felt like walking to my death. I, I really genuinely thought that I was going to be killed. I thought, not logically, but my whole nervous system was like, if you step out and come out with this information, you'll be taken down. And I had to, I, I honestly I had to work with it for years and years. I think I could have fast tracked my career much faster had I not been completely paralyzed with debilitating fear. Um, and I think because at that time there wasn't really the science behind it. I knew it worked. I had like plenty of evidence about the, the transformations that were happening. Um, but it was very poo-poo. I come from, you know, a family that's, you know, all like Oxford, Cambridge educated, like, you know, it's not really what we do. And it's very, it was very dumbed down and criticized and oh nice there little girl in your like silly ideas oh yeah um so yeah it was horrendous it was horrendous and then one step at a time this is when I really realized like so much of these fears that we have I was like first I'm like maybe taken down and that really connected me to sort of past life or what I would call like history of what happens when we you know this sort of old kind of you know the witch wounds and all of that but also a lot of it was about judgment really because I I was so scared of judgment and criticism it felt like bullets to my chest like I, I and I realized I'm not going to be taken down so my inner guidance is like you're not going to be taken down this lifetime it's fine I was like then what is this and it was like judgment and criticism felt like bullets to my chest and so actually it was a fragility in terms of my ability to to handle people's yeah judgment criticism or rejection it was absolutely paralyzing to me because that sort of hit into some core trauma wounds of mine um it took me a while to figure that out and realizing that it was all just in my head mostly in my head you know and that was my one of my first money blocks right there yeah that's so true i remember myself you know for all of, if you're thinking listening people aren't judging you and looking at you the way you think they are. We're all looking at ourselves. And it's such a, if you get one thing from today's show, it's like all of these ideas you have about what people are thinking and what they're going to say, they're not. They are totally not thinking about you. Everybody is kind of has this um, development network running down the middle of the brain that we're all trying to figure out like, how do I fit in? Who am I? Am I in danger? So when you start to realize it's just in your head, I know that is to me has been such a powerful revelation that, you know, our brains are constantly scanning our environment for worry and what could go wrong. And they're trying to protect us. And all of these BS stories drive you absolutely crazy. So was there like a, a moment when you realize, oh my God, these are just stories that I'm telling myself and I can just let this go, or I can process these stories and create a new story for myself. Yeah, so part of my work was like connecting to the, the vision, my, my money vision is one of the processes I take people through, which is your heart, body, soul aligned vision, your wealth vision, and connecting you to your true wealth frequency. So tapping into that future reality helped create safety for me because my whole nervous system was telling me like, you are going to die if you do this. But my vision and my inner guidance was saying, you are entering like the gates of heaven is kind of what it looked like. So there was this huge discrepancy and my, and I developed this system to, you know, clear those money blocks and embody, you know, my wealth frequency and then take aligned action. So my aligned action was like, start making videos, start a YouTube channel, make sure you're visible. And that was like, you are asking me to walk to my death right now. Like when I'm <laughs> in our guidance, right? And, and yet what happened when part of aligned action is in terms of taking the action is a lot of where they, I did a lot of healing behind the scenes, but that at some point you have to friggin' do it. And then in the taking action, that's when I was able to really see that a, it was a lot of smoke and mirrors. 
And I remember the, the hilarious moment was like, I made my first really you know, badly made video. And I remember like my hand was shaking when I went to play, like, you know, publish. And then I was like, you're getting ready for like all the bullets coming at me. And, and the hilarious thing was that no one watched the video. Like no one saw it, right? Because the next problem was, oh yeah, like people aren't interested, people are busy. Um, so it was quite funny. Like I thought this was gonna be the moment where I'm taken down and nothing happened. It was like crickets. So that was hilarious. And I, that's when I really saw, oh yeah. And then the more you do more and more I did it and just became more consistent with it. Just I just developed a new habit and new skill and became comfortable being visible on camera. But it, it, it was so, I mean, it was so intense. It really, I, I so thought it was real. Those fears were felt so, so real. And you don't really know. So that's why I love aligned action when you're following the action that's guided from your heart and soul and body is as you, it's like walking through the fire or walking through the portal. I call it the pain portal to prosperity. And you don't really know because it feels like you're risking everything. And right, then but it feels like every time you take that leap, your intuition gets stronger, your, your ability to lead, to, to create this path. I, don't you feel that at each time you like get to another precipice and you jump off, you get to a higher precipice and it just keeps going and growing. Yeah. You know, what's really interesting is I still find it really intense, but I know what's happening. Um, and I catch it faster and I catch it sooner and I can move through faster where I think before I'd be taken down for like weeks or months or years. Now I'm like, oh, there it is. Shift, move, let's go. And I know the support I need. I know what holding I need when my nervous system is freaking out. My trauma is getting activated and I feel like I'm kind of going to die again. I, I know what I need to do to hold myself so I can keep moving forward. I think that's the only difference because like my brain's like, okay, now this, this time, like this is the time, you know, every time it's like, oh, really? But what I built is a relationship of trust between myself and my inner guidance. I build a relationship of trust with myself that I, I can handle things. Um, and um, I've learned to trust this path. But every time I'm on that precipice of something new that I don't know, I don't necessarily have the skills for, and I don't know how to do it, and I haven't done it before, it's, it's, it's not as bad as it was that first time with I'm going to die, but there is a little voice. It's like, this might be the moment that you die now. It's like, this might kill you now. So I've always got that this could kill you going on. And it's a slightly different story every time. So it was like, you're going to be taken down. Then it was like, your husband's going to leave you or like, you're going to have to leave him. And then it was like, now it's like my body, like maybe I'm going to get cancer if I keep going. It's like, it's like, if I keep doing this, I'm going to, something bad is going to happen is essentially this like little gremlin in the background. So I've just learned how to hold it, how to see it, how to work with it. And not like my thing is, is like lead from your wealth. Do not let that part of you lead. Work on it, quiet it down, do all the things to kind of chill it out, but do not let that voice lead. And so that's a discipline and a practice that I have to do every day still. So I, I know this work inside out, upside down. Uh, it still stresses me out from time to time, depending on what I'm being guided to do next. Yeah, it's a powerful lesson. I love what Elizabeth Gilbert says about fear. It's like she tells fear to take a back seat in the car, but you don't let it drive. So if you're listening, I know it, you've got something that you are here to do that you really want to do, and you're staying comfortably uncomfortable. Listen to what Laura is saying. You've got to tell that fear to take a back seat. It's like so important to like the Marian Williams quote, shine a light on it, shine a light on fear, that fear you have of how great your life can be and how awesome your contribution to the world can be. 
I tell people, name it, you tame it. So hello, this is fear. Got it. No use. You've seen you before. I shine a light on you. Just like, you know, when you've got like cockroaches and things, you shine a light on them, they scurry away. Feeling it in your body. It's so important to do that body work. And then just soften, soothe, and allow it to be there. Um, and, it, you know, it's if you're going to move forward at midlife, you're going to have to be comfortable and comfortable. That's just part of the story. But the good news is that everything really is on the other side of fear. It truly, it's a little cliche, but it's really true. Everything that you want to do. And I don't know, for me, it's always so powerful to think about how I'm changing lives and how I'm healing yeah. people more. It's not about me. But when I start connecting with other people and seeing um, how we're all in this together, and this shared wisdom, uh, how powerful that is, it kind of it kind of gets me out of the hump. So let's talk a little bit about the the healing money connection. Like when I think when people think about healing, I'm a Reiki master, so I think about like people on the table, you know, hands on healing, prayer, things like that. But what is the where is this connection between healing and money? Well, I guess first and foremost, I was a healer and a spiritual coach and all about soul connection and soul purpose. And then I was guided into this body of work with money. I did not want to work with money, just to be very clear. It was like the worst news I ever heard when I got that download. Um, and I was shown this beautiful vision of um, a transformed financial system, right? That our current financial system has been built on more abuse of power and it's sort of a life taking energy is a suffocating energy rather than a life giving. And my guidance was like, we need to get money into the hands of heart centered business owners. And you're going to help them do that. And I was like, what? <laughs> and so it, I was in a lot of, I had a lot of objections. I had a lot of questions and I had a lot of, again, more fears about what that actually meant. So I went, had to first and foremost go through a journey of what that looked like. So again, I was shown a whole version of wealth and being with money that I didn't know was possible. I didn't know it was a thing and I didn't know it existed. So I'm like, am I just making this shit up? Is this just high in the sky BS, right? And I had no idea how much sort of, uh, how many money blocks I had. So really how, it's, it's really hard to navigate. We're just talking about the fear thing, right? So it's how to, and it's sort of stare in the, in the face and, and, and transform it through, you know, heal, heal it, transform it through kind of facing it, moving through it. It's really a very similar process with money because we think things are set, right? This is how it is. This is money. This is the truth about money. This is how it is and how, and how it isn't. But the fact is that we are way more freaking powerful than that. And money is an energy. Money is sort of this made up construct that we all agree on and <laughs> how we exchange value, right? And through how you interact, with it, right, is everything. So I'm all about alchemy, I'm all about transformation and how to transform, right, for my big vision was like, we're transforming the financial system, right? But we start transforming the financial system, I say one body, one business, one bank account at a time. So you as the individual, as the business owner, as, as the person needs to go and start and do your inner work and start to interrogate your current thoughts and beliefs, ideas and emotional responses and nervous system responses, your trauma-based responses um, around your relationship with money. So it's really, it starts there. And, and we find that I, I guide people into getting clear on what that is, where your money blocks are and how to heal by but getting clear on what you want, like what's your desired outcome? Like, let's get clear on the vision. What is it that you want? And help people to get clear on that vision and then go into, well, what's stopping you or blocking you from allowing that in, right? If you're a powerful manifester and you're a conscious creator, 
what's stopping or blocking you? And that's when we start to see all the wounds, all the trauma, all the pain, like all what I like to call the money mess or our money blocks. And you start to see, oh my God, I had no idea. Because usually our, our relationship with money and our dynamic with money is living in the shadows. It's living in the unconscious. And there's so much unconscious programming around money. It's incredible, right? And there's so much misinformation about it too, right? And, and then so much misuse of power with it as well. We've got there's plenty of data and evidence for that. So if you're like a big hearted person that wants to help the world, you're like, well, I don't want anything to do with that. So we unconsciously reject, neglect, judge, criticize. And I'm like, money's just like a neutral thing. You get to decide. You know, you get to decide how it flows through you. So that's where I start with transforming your relationship with money. Well, well, healing money is really transforming your relationship with money, which is really transforming your thoughts and beliefs and ideas and opinions about it, which means having to, you know, if you like, if you're a deep diver like me, it's going into your, your family, your, your, the culture that you were raised in, the religion that you're raised in, but going back even deeper, your ancestors, if you're into past lives, past lives, but your ancestral trauma, your ancestor, your, 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 the relationship that your ancestors had around money and wealth as well. It runs very deep through our veins. And so my healer self is like, we transform and heal our relationship with money by transforming healing our relationship with our, with ourself and life fundamentally, but knowing that we're not just like my fuel. It's not just about the I, it's not just about you right? It's about your ancestral lineage, your the past, and also about who you're serving and what you're building, what you're creating moving forward. That's the only thing that fuels me, by the way, to <laughs> keep doing in this deep diving work. But it's really that, it's understanding that we are healing um, through the vehicle of money, um, doing some very, very powerful healing work that goes way beyond money, but money is a part of it. Yeah, it's a really important metric too. And I realized my, through my work with you um, and other things that having those money blocks was keeping me from having the impact yes. that I want to have on the world. Just like you know, we've, we've both worked with um, Lisa Whisker around our style, realizing that the clothes that I was wearing, my visual identity was keeping me small. Yes. You know, these money blocks, like I don't deserve to have this money is evil money's you know, the root of all this stuff actually stops you from having a bigger impact on the world. Yes, it does. So I actually say, I like to call it uh, soulfully selfish, right? Or actually I say it's stingy. It's actually stingy, right? And we can be stingy kind of with our money, but it's also stingy with our gifts, stingy with your impact. Like it's actually selfish to to keep those money blocks in place because it limits your impact. It limits the the impact you can make in the world. So what I like to rewire is like, what if like the more money you make, the more impact you have. The more money you make, the more lives you touch, right? And so rather than thinking about the I or it's greedy or it's selfish or it's bad, but like it's a choice how we choose to be with it. Um, of course you can be stingy and greedy with it and hurt and harm with it if you want, but it's like, you get to choose. You get to be in the driver's seat of your relationship with money, how you lead in your wealth, how you lead in your business, how you lead in your life. That's all a choice. And that's down to the individual human being, how they, it's not money. <laughs> that's the problem. I don't think. Yeah. And we also need to feed ourselves and fuel ourselves. I mean, it comes back to, you know, my second step, self-compassion, self-love. If you can't give from an empty cup, I was having an amazing healing yesterday. And I love this woman. She's a dear, dearest friend, but she is 
she's got nothing in her bank account. This idea that like, I'm supposed to be a healer and give, 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 and not receive. And I was like, listen, we need to, we need to put a number on it. We need to sit down and see what do you need to buy that house, you know, to have a mortgage? What do you need to, to pay for what you need for your kid, for you to have more and all of that. So it really does hold you back. And then it creates all of these worries. So where do we start? How do we start to transform our money story? Very good question. Uh, gosh, that that example like hit home to me. Like when I was a healer, I was completely overgiving, not charging anything. Give, give, give. It, it actually, it's it's a very painful place to be once you start. It sounds good. It sounds like altruistic, but it's it's not actually. It's fear based. It's actually fear based. Um, so it's a really good question. Where do you start? I think even asking you. So I like to say, what do you want? What do you really want? Right? And why do you want it? And even asking, what do you want? What do you desire can bring up a lot of shame, particularly for women, right? That wanting is bad, desiring is bad, right? So we need to think, what is it you want? What is it you really want? And what, like, what aren't you allowing yourself to have? And so that's one way in, like, how much money would you love? How much money would make you feel relaxed, safe, you know, financially secure? That could be another way in. But what you just said is you can look at it really practically and logically, like what is the lifestyle that you would love to have? Like, what do you need to feel supported, to feel safe, to thrive? So you can actually get on with your purpose, right? And to activate your purpose, to activate your power. So we think what I like to think about, what are the foundations or the financial foundations that you need under you to hold you and support you that will activate you and allow you to really show up and do your thing? Right. Because if we're giving from the empty cup. So for me, I was completely overgiving. I was like giving my service away. I wanted to heal the world. But I was like, I am nowhere in this. Like, I, I'm not part of this. I'm just going to give, 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 like channel the light. Right. Um, but I, I was broke. I had no money. And I had this very this deep story that I'm alone in the universe. I'm unlovable. I'm not worthy. I'm not deserving. And I have no value at all right, which completely leaked my energy and, and leaked my resources. And so what I realized is that there was all these things I needed to feel safe, secure, and supported, which was like body work, for example, like, yeah, healing, body work, support, healthy food, being able to like, have it like exercise, a, a, a nice home, a comfortable bed, holidays, rest, it was all about rest and relaxation, um, to restore, to regenerate, to refuel, so you can get back into the driver's seat or get back in the saddle and serve. So I was just give, 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 give. And then I drain and burn out. I mean, I've burned out so many times. <laughs> My body taught me the hard way. So it's like, you have to think about, it's the infrastructure that's going to hold you and support you. One, one thing I, that really helped me with this was I was listening to, there's a woman who I've worked with called Anne Wilson, the Welsh chef, and she used to be an architect. And she said that about a third of the building is underground. In order for that building to rise and be you know, strong and tall, it needs, uh, I didn't realize that, like there was all this infrastructure underground. It's in, and if, or if you think about it, like the tree, right? For the tree to rise, it needs, the roots need to go just as deep, right? This infrastructure of, of support. And when you have trauma and you're disconnected, it's like you sever your root system, you know, you disconnect. Mm -hmm. And we can't draw energy up to feed us, to fuel us. Or if you try to build, that's why I see so many business owners do, they're like skyrocket to multi-millions and everything comes crashing down because you can you build a building without the infrastructure. 
it's going to come down. If you, if it, if, it, if a tree tries to rise without roots and the wind comes and knocks over. So now what I see is these financial foundations, when you have your needs met on every level, right, you can truly rise. You can be that strong oak tree or that, that building that can hand, stay up in earthquakes or the, the tree that can handle all, you know, can stay, can bend with all the weather. So it builds resilience, it builds strength. It builds that safety and security. So you can keep rising, you keep showing up, you can keep leading, you can keep serving. Without that, we just crash. Um, and so what I see particularly, because even on the outside, like I work with a lot of successful business owners, but it's like behind the scenes, things are rotten, right? Mm -hmm. With maybe it's relationship or maybe it's health or maybe like home life is shit, even though on the surface, like they've got all the money or whatever. So I'm, my thing is living abundance. It's like, yes, money, but it's, that's one pillar that's really important. So we need to think about, it's not selfish because my, sh I had so much shame to overcome. It's so much shame I cannot tell you because I thought it was bad. It's selfish to focus on me and focus on what I need and focus on what I want. What about all the starving people? What about all the death and destruction? Why should I thrive? Why should I be okay when other people aren't okay? I, I could not reconcile this. I'm like, I've just got to give away, give away because I'm a women with white privilege in the world like why should I be rich you know um screw me like I was really sort of in this real inner conflict about it but what I understand now is I cannot serve if I'm not well supported I right. and we can and we can support those causes that are near and dear to us we can't save the whole world but we can save what we're called to do but we can't do that if our tree is tumbling down so let's talk about okay we've got our roots we are, you know, have dealt with our BS money stories. Now, how do we start to manifest like crazy once we get to that place of like, okay, I got rid of my money blocks. I am deserving of wealth. I am like getting my needs met. I see my future wealthy self. How do we start to manifest and call in what we truly deserve and need? Good question. So the truth is you're manifesting right here, right now, and every second of every day, right? It's not about, we're manifesting all the time. It's just, we don't always like what we're manifesting, right? We're unconsciously creating. So know that the, the process starts right away and it's happening right now. Um, so we start right now, right? And it's not waiting to be perfect because I used to wait to be healed and whole and complete and perfect before I would do anything. And turns out that still hasn't happened. <laughs> There's still healing to be done. I'm still perfectly imperfect. Um, so we start now, that's the, the, the key. But we, what we want to do is I call, you know, a process of embody your wealth. So what we tend to do when we're in lack, when we're not enough, when we're in survival or, or I'm not deserving, we project out and we're trying to hustle for external results. We're trying to be like, trying to like run for that thing or get that that goal or that result and that's fine but it kind of one it doesn't really create fulfillment but it also can drain our resources so we need to kind of scoop up and come from the place of connecting to future wealth for you but bringing them into the now I call it embody your wealth where what if everything that you need is with you now right everything that you that future life and, and and purpose and everything is here now and you start to embody it you start to become it now as or live as if and that's on the level of your thinking how you're feeling but also in your, in your nervous system level on a cellular level and you're starting to embody it now which is a journey of coming home to yourself um you say hold yourself hold your wealth and what that does is actually starts to create a vortex of receiving where you start drawing life towards you because you know you're worthy, you're whole, you're complete, you're safe. And your whole energetic system is, is, is actually, that's your nature, right? Trees don't go, am I worthy to draw up yeah. the nutrients from this soil today? It's like, 
It just does. And it, am I worthy to grow and expand? It's like it just does. And that's actually how our true energetics work. Like that's our true nature. And so all of this, like that's why it's like so much BS. Most of our money blocks is just total lies and total BS. But it that feels very, very real. So it's really about starting now and not waiting. And, and then from that place, so if you have all the money and if you had all the resources and if you have everything that you want, what do you choose? So I call it aligned action. So you start taking action from that abundance, from that wholeness and not from that. Because most of us are just running from like unconscious survival patterns, right? And then we just keep recreating, recreating based on past and based on and sort of how our brains work as well but um it is a discipline it's a practice so i recommend every day you're connected to your wealth and it's a conscious choice to choose to create from that place you have to make it a discipline it has to be a focus it's, it's not gonna i mean some things might just magically manifest from nowhere but generally for the most part it needs to be a practice and a discipline and a focus and a choice and remaking that choice every day and throughout the day so I think that's, it's worth being honest about that. Yes, I've had like plenty of clients like manifest large amounts of money out of nowhere. And like, you can manifest without trying. And sometimes you got to let go, let God, right? And get out of the way and stop trying to control everything. But it's also a discipline of re literally rewiring your whole, your whole energy system. So, but we start now, right? It's like, we're going to go to the money gym, right? We haven't worked out for a long time. So it's like getting to the gym and it's maybe going to feel a little bit bad at first. And it's going to feel hard. And then as you build those money muscles, right? We build strength, you know, one, one rep at a time. The cool thing that has happened to me, and I don't know if, if Laura, you, this has happened to you, but I get so much deja vu. I like find myself and I, you know, I start off with, you know, my system is about knowing yourself. So, you know, like when I'm climbing this ladder of success, when I get to the top of the building, the ladder's up against the right building. I find so many women at midlife are clawing up this ladder of success, but it's up against the wrong friggin' building because they're they don't know themselves. They're doing everything according to what society, peers, parents, spouses tell them is the right thing. And then loving yourself enough that you feel worthy of all of this. But then you start doing that visualization piece. I call it your destination vibration, where you are visualizing the the energy of how you want to feel. And then you get in these situations like, oh my God, like I know this. Like, right? Have you had that happen to you where you just get these bursts of deja vu, whether it's a dream or a visualization, you find yourself in this situation, you are like, I know this, I've been here. Yeah. And that's what's beautiful is then actually when things manifest, if you prepared yourself energetically and you're really tapped in, I call it your wealth frequency, like you're tapped into it. It's just your normal. You like slip into it. It's like, like, this is me. This is where I belong. It's like, and then the you can't go back to that's the, no, no. and I saw your email today and I don't know if you want to share what your dream is and like really calling people to, uh, get, hold you accountable. I think you well, yes. like the, yeah, 10 million yeah. pounds. Yeah. The 10 million, my 10 million wealth frequency. Yeah. And I put it out there one to share my process, but also to share, like, I'm in it all the time. I'm, I'm living and breathing and embodying this work each and every day. And I thought I'd put it out there publicly to hold myself accountable, you know? Yeah, that's uh, incredible. Yeah. But it's also like, that feels like more me, right? Now I really feel, you know, my, my authentic self, but that wealth frequency, me and that wealth is like me and my power, me being authentic, you, you know, speaking my truth, connect to my heart, connect to my soul, connect to my purpose. It, that's like, that is me. You know, the part that goes into lack and scarcity and not enough and shame is like, that's the kind of twisted and contorted and very confused, traumatized version of me, which is obviously a 
part of my history and part of my ancestral history but I don't feel that that's my true authentic self. I feel like that's my survival self, right? So it's like, I think when we start to manifest, like, yes, yes, this is me. Yeah, right? it's, it's a very cool process. So I want to let uh, listeners know that you are doing your five-day retreat again, and it's totally free. I have to say I did it, I think, what about, I think in between my two Costa Rica, in between going to Costa Rica and buying in Costa Rica, I think yes. I did it. And it was an incredible process that really supported me through the next level of wealth frequency. So tell us a little bit about what people will find in the wealth retreat and, and the link to do it is in the show notes. Uh, if you're having trouble finding them, you can just reach out to me, just go to the midlifewhisperer.com and you can contact me there and I'll send it to you, but it's also in the show notes. So tell us a little bit about your wealth retreat. Yes, it's an absolutely beautiful space with incredible people. So if you ever feel like you're alone in the world and you're like the weirdo by yourself, like we're with beautiful, big hearted entrepreneurs and business owners predominantly coming together um, to rise into the next level of our purpose, power and prosperity. So you're in very, very good company. And I take you through each day, it's about an hour each day and take you through my step-by-step -step process. I want you to have the lived, breathe experience of what this is and how it works. And so day one, we step into your money vision, your money purpose, your money why, your money fuel. Day two, we look at your money blocks and I identify what is stopping or blocking you from stepping into that next level. And day three, we embody your wealth and I take you through a really powerful activation of helping you to bridge the gap between future wealth you and present day you. And I take you through day four, a process called rewire to receive. So we're going to look at your receiving blocks and why you're not letting it in because it's not very logical, but there'll be a whole revealing to yourself of why you're unconsciously stopping or blocking yourself from allowing that money just to drop in or whatever it is you're calling in. And then day five, we look at aligned action and help you get clear on the, like the most focused, clear, direct, bold action that you need to take to where you are now and where you want to be to start bridging that gap. You are the creator. You are a co-creator with life and the planet and the universe. Um, I mean, I'm really about people taking the reins of their life and being empowered, not waiting for like God or a man or like something else to save you and rescue you. It's like, you're getting in the saddle. Yeah. We're in co-creation. So I love working with business owners and entrepreneurs, but I'm in, in into radical self-responsibility and letting go of victim consciousness and like, all right, we're going to make this happen. Not just from, you know, the grind and hustle from co-creation. And there's lots of other bonuses that we take you through, teach you like my, you know, daily manifestation practice. And I'm all about offering tons and tons of value for completely for free. I want you to experience the results. People come in and they make more money than they've ever made when they come to these events and all sorts of cool things happen. So I'm coming and I, and I, my whole thing is around safety. So, and gentle. So it's very powerful, but you'll see, I'm very gentle with it because I want your nervous system to kind of relax. I call it relax into riches, right? Relax into riches. It's actually like your true nature. So it's powerful and gentle and because I don't want to overwhelm because it can be like, oh, what is this? So we kind of almost like trick your body into receiving. Like we, we like silence, like calm the mind so we can just get down to doing what you know how to do naturally. Very cool. Well, I'm going to, I might show up for it again. Um, I've got, I know we're going to see, I'm going to see you in London. I am actually going to the um, Mind, Body, Spirit, London Wellbeing Festival. I'm going to be talking about how to rock your midlife. If you're in London, you can check that out. I'm also doing my seven steps to rock your midlife uh, as well. I'm doing a free workshop and that'll be in the show notes as well, but do join uh, Laura's wealth retreat. I will say it was 
is interesting. It, it, I showed up every morning at 8am. I'm on the East coast. And I think you were doing it on London time. And I really looked forward to it. And it was really, really powerful. And I'm looking forward to continuing to work with you and uh, sharing more of the work that you're doing. So thank you so much for being here. I guess one final question. How are you rocking your midlife? You didn't talk much about your personal life, but I know you're also a mom, you're a wife. It seems like you've got that maybe, you know, work-life balance thing going on. How are you rocking your whole midlife? Well, that's a whole other big long conversation. <laughs> um, yeah, just turned forty-five, and it was—it's been a big deal. It's been like a sort of a lot of death of ideas, you know, and a choosing of how I want to be. And I've really noticed so much programming that about like you know this slow decline and losing your value and losing your attractiveness. And I'm like, my inner rebel's like fuck this, excuse my friend. I was like, I'm not choosing that. So I was like, and, and so like, again, tapping into that inner guidance, like what do, what's actually the truth here? Because it's all this social conditioning is telling me that I'm just going to be slowly like declining and life is over. I just think that's the biggest lie. I've never felt more powerful, more alive, more on purpose, more courageous, than ever I've also probably never felt more kind of anxious and vulnerable as well like with kind of perimenopause mm. it's really interesting time of like I feel safe to be vulnerable in a way I've never felt before and I feel I'm more alive in my power than I've never felt before um and it's it's extraordinary um I feel you know, I've worked hard to get to where I am now. I feel very proud of what we've created. I still feel like I have a huge mountain to climb. Like I have so much more to do um, and I'm very excited. And also I really want to keep playing with, you know, health is really important to me. Like how do we like age in a way that's different? Like I don't want to go into the slow decline version of, of aging. I'm, I'm like, there's got to be, there's got to be other ways to do this, you know? Well, so of course always- you get that out of your mind. The slow yeah. decline is not a thing. I'm I'm planning on being healthy at hundred, even yeah. with my cancer and all of that stuff. It's just yeah. a journey of constantly finding, you know, the right, the right lifestyle that really suits you, which is really about, we could do a whole other show on that, but yeah. really about, you know, nutrition, movement, stress, and sleep are the big four that we need to work with, but also visualizing and seeing yourself. And I'm actually starting to think, cause I'm, I'm a little older than you, but and you know, F this idea of crone, right? I'm like into being elder goddess. So we'll get to initiate you as we go forward into nice. the of being elder goddesses and letting go of all these BS stories. I mean, really we're, we're given that whole, all of those horrible stories, because let's face it, if we felt good about who we are, if we felt confident in our power, as Marianne Williamson's quote, really just bringing it full circle, we wouldn't buy all of this crap. Yeah. We wouldn't buy these magic bullet solutions. And I think what you're offering is something that is, like you said, deep roots and wealth is a piece of that. So do join Laura for the money, uh, I'm sorry, the wealth retreat. Wealth is so much more than just about money. Living a wealthy life isn't just about your bank account, but that is a big piece of it. I guarantee that you will get value from it and join me for the Rock Your Midlife workshop that's happening live in London on the 27th at noon. And it's happening um, the 17th, May 17th at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. If you can't make it, sign up and you'll get the replay. And I promise you that these two events will really help you rock your midlife. So thank you, Laura, so much for being here. Thank you all for listening. We'll catch you next week.
Midlife can be challenging. You may be sandwiched between growing kids and aging parents, dealing with menopause or a health issue, and trying to find work-life balance. Or maybe your life looks good on the outside, but inside you're feeling stuck and wondering how to get your confidence, energy, and joy back. Hi, I'm Dr. Ellen, the Midlife Whisperer, and I hear you and I've got you. Think of me as the one-stop shop for all your midlife needs. I'm a psychologist, registered dietitian, nutritionist, board-certified health and wellness coach, and mindful self-compassion teacher. I'm also an author and podcast host with over 30 years of experience empowering midlife women. I provide inspiration and wisdom to help you transform your health, your mindset, your relationships, and your life so you can rock midlife. 